0: Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, moving on to an item uh, which. I think, uh, has implications for anybody who's a volunteer, anybody who's involved with the GAA, soccer, Irish Country Women's Association, Pride of Place, Tidy Towns, whatever you do in your spare time that you do for free. Sometimes you do it because the cause is good. But if things go wrong, well, things can get a little bit unpleasant. There was a story in the Sunday Independent uh, last month relating to St Mary's GFC in Dunor. Dunor is between Drogheda and Slane. It was written by John Green, the sports editor with the Sunday Independent, who, as it happens, lives in Slane. He's familiar with the story and indeed uh, familiar with the locality. And he joins me on the line right now. John, will you talk us through this story?
1: Yes, morning, Ken. It all relates back to um, an incident which occurred in September 2015. When St Mary's, um, for anyone that would know it, the, the club, they have a very impressive set up there with the clubhouse community centre and and uh, they were in the midst of, of a lot of work at the time and there was an old building which um, had served them well for many years but was long past its uh, sell-by date and it was coming down as part of the work that was being done at their grounds which is just opposite the entrance to the New Grange Visitor Centre. Um, there was a roof to be dismantled on this particular day and a call to arms was sent out to club members and 10 or so uh, men showed up on a Saturday morning to, to do the work. Um, I think for anyone listening to this, it's the kind of scene that you would imagine has, plays out every weekend in, in any, as you say, or, volunteer organisation all over the country. Uh, unfortunately, on this occasion, one of the men, uh, Seamus Brady, uh, Fell from the roof, fell about 15 feet or so and uh, su- sustained some very serious and life changing injuries, uh, including a fractured right shoulder, fractured left wrist, a fracture to his, an open fracture to his right elbow, actually kidney damage, soft tissue damage, bruising and other injuries as well. All of which have meant that um, since that day in September 2015, uh, Mr. Brady has not been able to work. Uh, he was previously working in Flow Gas in Drada. So he um, instigated uh, legal proceedings against um, the club for for compensation for his injuries. I think um, there is no disputing the extent of his injuries or how they happened. But um, what became quickly became apparent to, to St Mary's uh, was that. Uh, under the GA's insurance policy um, all clubs and members are part of a, a national GAA insurance policy. The activity that they had undertaken that day was not covered by the insurance and this is where the trouble has
0: begun. The matter so so is just going to stop it there John, are, are we to assume that GAA insurance covers what happens on the pitch?
1: No, no there is public liability insurance and uh, I mean without getting into the, the, yeah, yeah, sure. the details of the part, there are some activities which are covered, and some activities which are separate from what happens on a pitch, in, in the course of a game. Um, there is a separate insurance policy which does which covers activities in and around the ground, and there are some types of work which would be undertaken at a pitch, at a ground which would be covered. But this this particular one wasn't covered. Uh, therefore, the GA uh it has is saying that it is not responsible or liable for for Mr Brady's uh injuries so the matter has come before the courts uh, the, the court case which i wrote about happened in in june and it was quite um it was quite um, a sad uh, seen really, you had Mr, because of COVID restrictions, only those absolutely essential were allowed to be in the courtroom. So on one side of the court, you had Mr Brady and his wife. And on the other side of the court, you had uh, five members of the St Mary's Club, four of them from executive members. Uh, The the club have had up to December 2020, the club had spent in the region of 20,000 euro on legal fees uh, in in this case, and it took a decision that it could not afford to spend any more money. They literally had run out of money. Uh, so they were in court that day with no representation, and Mr. Brady had his solicitor and barrister there. And I think Judge Bruno Hannon was in the chair and had previously been in the chair when it was uh, uh, brought up in Dundalk before. And she uh, clearly had a very good grasp of the case and a very clear understanding that this was a real sad case where on the one hand you have a man who has been genuinely affected and and had his life changed by this accident. Indeed, uh, he, he he told the court that things had got so bad for him and his family that they had, re- had to receive gifts of food from, from friends and neighbours. Uh, so I mean this is the extent of the sadness of this case and on the other side you had uh, St Mary's who had no legal representation who showed up and as one of them told the judge we're here out of respect for the court but we don't know what to do we don't have any legal representation we've been told we need another 50,000 if we're to uh, uh, defend this case um, and we don't have that but we acknowledge what happened to Mr Brady but we just do not know what to do Uh the GA's position has been very clear, as they outlined in the piece that I wrote. They said that it had nothing to do with them, that St Mary's were responsible for this, and it was up to them to find a resolution to it. And in fact, they said that it was um, a warning for other clubs. Um, personally, I felt that, you know, whatever about the rights and wrongs of the insurance policy, and I mean, and insurance policy is an insurance policy, and the terms are generally very clear. But I mean, when work is to be done in anywhere, uh, when a volunteer goes in, nobody has taken out an insurance policy to look at it. And it's a difficult situation for them. But sure. for, the, for the members to be left on their own without any guidance from, from the GAA, in, in either in Meath or at Croke Park, and to be told, look, it's your it's your problem, you go and sort it out.
0: Right. Well, can I, I, I mean, just stop you there, John? I mean, what's the Meath County Board and uh, GAA HQ in Croke Park saying?
1: Well, on that day in court in June, Judge O'Hannon asked that uh, a representative for the GA come to the court the following week and to explain the situation. Now, the following week, I, I went back to court, and it, and it never quite took place. While, but there were, as you know, Ken, with with these things, there can be discussions held in in off uh, between legal teams, which is what I understood happened. But the GA very much uh, reaffirmed its position on that day to to Mr Brady's senior counsel, uh, Jonathan Kilfeather, who by a, a, a quirk of fate also happens to live in Dunor, um Parish. But he, he was very clearly told that this is not a matter for the GA and this is a matter for St Mary's to, to, to resolve. And I understand that in the meantime, St Mary's have received... Further communication from the GA at national level, uh, very much uh, again saying that this is not our problem and it is up to you to find a solution to this. St Mary's are at a loose end. They don't have money and they don't have uh, advice, uh, counsel to turn to uh, the matter was then adjourned until last uh, two weeks ago and I understand as of today that it has been adjourned again and is now for mention in the High Court in Dublin in October.
0: OK, now, so, some some people listening into this, John, might say uh, this is the GAA uh, adopting the attitude that they're glad of uh, volunteers doing their bit uh, week in, week out to uh, do their bit for the GAA. But when one of their own is in a spot of bother, the GAA at HQ level appears to be turning a blind eye and a deaf ear. I- is that a fair assumption? I think that's one way of looking at it. Certainly, another way of
1: looking at it is, you know, you can take the, a colder view and say that if the GA were to uh, were to uh, disregard its own insurance policies, uh, it would then face an avalanche of uh, cases. So I presume it is just trying to preserve uh, itself in that regard. Whatever about that, I I, I cannot understand how. Uh, uh, Volunteers. Nobody. Nobody got up on that roof that day for their own benefit. They did. They were not looking to make money for themselves or to do anything for themselves. It's for the good of the as club, as you said yeah. in your introduction. Uh, yeah, as you said in your introduction, there they were giving their own time for something that they believed in, and I cannot understand how how all these people are being kind of left in limbo and are not receiving any kind of help or guidance I, I know I've spoken to a couple of club members in in, uh, in St Mary's and I know that a couple of members of the executive have literally had sleepless nights over this and they fear there's a fear there that they may have to put a chain on the gate and close the close the club now I don't think it will come to that but I mean, that's, that's the worry that they have. And then on the other side, you have a man and, and his family who have, you know, endured an extremely hard, what is it now, six years. Uh, of dealing with the, the the impact of his injuries on him and on
0: his family. I know, financial income. Uh, just two questions, John, before I wrap it up. Um, you were telling me on Sunday that of all the stories you've written for the Sunday Independent in your 20-plus years in the place, you never got a reaction like this one.
1: No, I, I, it was extraordinary. Um, it touched a nerve because I think so many there is such a culture of volunteerism in Ireland. I mean, Ireland is built on volunteer volunteers. As we all know, I mean, every aspect of Irish life really is, even down to our health service or education service, if there wasn't a strong ethos of volunteering in this country, we would have an awful lot of failed services. And I think for that reason, it struck a nerve that, that people would just thoughtlessly, without... Thinking of their own safety or their own or their own situation, go in and do all sorts of tasks in, you know, for the for the organisation in which they believe in. And I actually received numerous contacts from from strangers uh, via social media offering. Uh, to set up GoFundMe pages, or to, or to, if there was a GoFundMe, well, page well just set up.
0: just on that point, John, and this is the last question: uh, Are there plans in place to raise funds for Seamus Brady?
1: Not at the moment, because I think with the court case, everything is in abeyance. But uh, you know, as Judge O'Hanlon said on that day in June, you know, where is the money going to come from from this man? This is a very sad case, and I certainly, I know St. Mary's have looked at the prospect, at the option of a GoFundMe page, but they're kind of overwhelmed by the enormity of it and I think we'd probably need some, if it were to happen, I think some professional or expert help would be needed for them. I mean, you know, you're talking about a scale of fundraising that would be beyond the scope of most ordinary volunteers and clubs Sure,
0: sure. Okay, listen, John, we're going to have to leave it there, but uh, keep us posted, as they say, if there are developments. That's uh, John Green there, who is sports editor with the Sunday Independent, who happens to live in Slane, even though he's a Longford man. And uh, we wish uh, Seamus Brady uh, best wishes for the future. A very sad case indeed. And indeed, a warning to all people who are involved in voluntary activity. uh, Check out your insurance provisions before you engage in such Activity. All right, more to come. We'll take a break. Michael Reed on LMFM. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan turning a side hustle into a full hustle or even missed open enrollment want more flexibility find out more about united healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus